bright and blue. We like to win in style, we've done it for a while. It's better to aim very high, then our football story will echo with glory. Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 7, Episode 18. I'm Jack. I'm Van. I'm Javad. I'm Don. Best people turned up. Yes. Fantastic. Merry Christmas as well. This will be the last one we do before we stop for Christmas. So, exciting times. Um, Javad, I'll come to you first. Host the Tottenham Hearts for a Family Podcast. How's your podcast going? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Um, going strong. Excellent. Well, check it out if you don't listen. Um, I put out opening question, which Van is absolutely buzzing to answer. Your best Spurs Christmas puns. So I won't leave you waiting any long because you look like you're going to burst. Yeah, even, even, even more than normal. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a few puns. <laughs> what have you got for us? I've got three good ones and then the rest are their, their struggles. So we'll start with Noel Pamere. <laughs> That's not even one of the good ones. Yeah, well, we got that. Yeah. Yeah. White Christmas Heart Lane. Was lazy. Tom Christmas Carol, uh, Steve Perry Christmas Man, or Merry Christmas Man, whichever one you want to go with. And then Javed's got the other one, so I'll let him say. So bad. But my three favourites is Musa Dem Jingle Belly. No, I like that one. That was good, isn't it? No, that's good. That is good. These two are obscure. The Tom Christmas Carol one I liked as well, by the way. Just that, that was one wasn't mine. That's why. That's why it's not your favourite. <laughs> Someone else gave it to me. Lee Young Pyo Ho Ho. And Kazuyuki Mistletoe. <laughs> I have not had a productive day at work. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, that's amazing. What, what, what can I even say to that? I like Lee Young Pyo Ho Ho. That's my, that's my favourite. So um, that's me. Jav, you've got, please please are, tell me you've got something better than that. These are horrendous. Um, Danny Rednose Reindeer. Um, Toby Jingle Aldo Way Eld. <laughs> Um, one, one more time. Hong, Hong mince pie song. Um, I like that one. Harry candy cane. Eric reindeer. Dyer. Um, Kieran last minute shopping trip here. Um, That's the best one. That's full belly. Um, I could go on Christmas Ericsson, Merry Alley. Harry forty winks after dinner. Um, and then Ben Boxing Davis, <laughs> managed by Maurizio Pochin Tinsel. That's my. Boxing Davis. <laughs> Can we have the Kieran Trippier one yeah, again? Um, last minute shopping or something. Kieran, Kieran last minute shopping Trippier. <laughs> Fantastic. That's like a whole squad. That's amazing. I'm not going to even say I've got any because um, you guys have nicked one of mine. You haven't got any? No. Oh, I've had some good ones coming online and some not so good ones. <coughs> um, on Reddit, Maximista said, All I want for Christmas is Eunice Cabal. <laughs> Excellent. Um, back to Matt said, Dashing through the snow, down the right is Aurier. Look at that man Hugo. He makes me wish I'm gay. Rose down the other wing, crossing back to the right. What fun it is to ride and sing with human sun tonight. There's no puns in there. Just players' names and stuff. No, that's just, yeah, it's just that's my Christmas carols. Christmas carols. Well, there's another pun coming up shortly. My brother actually had quite a good one, which is a surprise because he's not the sharpest. Uh, chestnuts roasting on an open dyer. 
good. It's good. actually quite a good one. Um, we had another one as well on Reddit, which was meant. I think this is meant to be a joke. <coughs> what are Spurs players' favourite Christmas treats? Candy canes. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Um, but my favourite one um, on Twitter, I know Alan Gilzine is a Twitter handle, and he tweeted this in saying, "I'm dreaming of a lily white Christmas, just like the ones I used to know, where Hoddle glistened and children listened to hear tales of the double glow." It's good. Lovely. Good. It's good. good. Nothing's going to beat that Kieran Trippier one though. <laughs> Should have left that to the end. Amazing. Um, Another question I wanted to ask is, it's Christmas, it's the festive period. How are Spurs involved in your in your Christmas routine, if they are? I've asked for the shirt for <laughs> I'm getting the away kit. Full kit? No, just shirt. Oh, yeah. that would be also, so I'm amazing. on Secret Santa. The camo or the... No, 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 the, the blue one. Because I'm on Secret Santa and I said, can I get the kit? And someone else, and they replied, it's all like online, and they replied saying, do you mean the full kit? It's like, when did we have to start clarifying that? Like, as an adult, I never mean the full kit. Like, I'm just picturing you Christmas dinner, full kit, shin, shin pads, <laughs> shin boots, boots, captain's armband. Just holding the turkey <laughs> up like the FA Cup. You've got it all. And um, Javad, how about you? How's it fitting with your routine? Um, I mean, the only, the only piece of Christmas, the only item um, that I've ever... Two, 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 items, two items come to mind that I purchased from Spurs Store mm. Christmassy. Um, one of them is Christmas jumper. Yeah, which is I've got a great range of Christmas jumpers. Yeah, they are, they're, they're, they're quite nice. Um, they're not too cheesy. Good. Um, and the other one, which was a um, real sort of um, compulsive buy last year, went in the Spurs shop and bought the um, Santa hat, <laughs> blue Santa hat. Never worn it. Yeah. Waste of whatever it was, fiver. I love that you went, it's a compulsive buy, as though anyone thought it was anything yeah. else. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saving up all year. <laughs> I, I, know, I suppose I thought I'd put, put it to more use, but it's just gone in the drawer and that's it. <laughs> Don? Um, I suppose just, you know, religiously watching the games around the Christmas period. Um, we've had some fantastic games. But um, this year it's a bit different actually. I'm actually taking my son, so that's. Oh, nice. Southampton nice. Boxing Day, mm. you know, he's been to a couple of games this season, the first time to a Tottenham game, age three, so this time um, we're doing it, we're doing it, we're getting a bit large, we're doing a bit of hospitality, so it's slightly oh, nice. different from what he's used to, but more of a family day, so this is where it begins for us. Yeah, so that'll be great. The new, the new, you know, the new day kind of thing. Yeah, that's wicked. Boxing Day, like the Boxing Day home game, has always been a massive thing in my family. Like we love like, Christmas Day is amazing, but like you wake up Boxing Day, you can literally eat and drink whatever you want. No one judges you. Go to the football in the afternoon, watch Spurs win. Like come home, you've still got like four or five days off work. Like that's like my favourite period. Those couple of days are amazing. My missus doesn't understand every year. So we, her family gets a an apartment in London, and she doesn't understand that every year. I'm like. To make sure it's got Sky Sports, or I'm going to take my iPads off yeah. the stream, and she's like, "No, we're going to be like doing what? We're going to be doing what? We're going to be sitting there not watching the football, yeah. or we're going to be sitting there watching the football." And I'll have it on my iPad, whatever happens. Yeah. So, but she just she just doesn't get. It. My my folks are the same. They're just like, "Oh, I don't want to watch football on Boxing Day. You watch football all the time." Yes, that's the whole that's point. That's the point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Point. I am a football fan. Yeah, yeah, I like football. Yeah, with no stress either. Like you haven't got. Like you say, you've got that build up, you've got Christmas Day, yeah. uh, you're in that zone, you can drink, eat, whatever you want to do. Um, and then um, then you've got a game of football, which, you know, is, as you say, you feel slightly more relaxed mm. in that situation. Um, and in historically, the players have felt that as well. They've given us quite a, 
a good send-off yeah. for the year yeah. over the last couple of years. So I went to a brilliant Boxing Day game quite a few years ago. I was going to Harry Redknapp and went to Villa. It was Villa away. And drove up there and there was snow on the ground. But we went up there and Van der Vaart scored two. We beat him 2-1. Defoe got sent off for a nothing elbow. But like, Remember that? They're like my Christmas Early football memories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we went 1-0 up and then he got sent off and then yeah. we just defended and scored a counter-attack goal and then we were cruising and then Classic Spurs would let a goal in with five minutes to go and it was sheer panic. Yeah. It's a funny time of year though, the, the Christmas fixtures, isn't it? There's, n- there's not quite as much pressure on it. You almost feel like, you know, if you lose one, that happens because you're playing so many games. So you, yeah. when you get there, like you say, you've probably had a bit to drink, you've probably had a bit to eat, you care just a little bit less. Mm. And then Spurs turn it on anyway. Yeah. Like, we have a good, we generally do all right. It's yeah. November that we yeah. struggle with. It's such an important part of the season because like you said, the games come thick and fast. 100%. And you play like five games in like 16 days or something like that, which is nuts. Like, And what that is as a percentage of the season is yeah. massive. So we've actually got quite a good run of fixtures coming up. We'll come on to that uh, in a little the bit as well. The only thing that unfortunately this year is that the fact that, um, apart from boxing, boxing Day, we don't have another game until... Um, 31st? No, no, the West Ham game's been... So I don't know, I remember in the season's gone by, you, you'd often play on the 26th and then play again on the 28th. Yeah. Fact, somebody will have to correct me, but I'm pretty sure that in 94-95, Spurs had a... Had when it was playing two things in the Premier League, they had back-to-back games. This is like 94, 95, mm. and I think when we're playing to was playing, and they had Norwich away, and literally the next day they had Palace at home. That's my sort of... You know when you, when you remember something and you're convinced in your mind, that's what it is. I'm pretty sure yeah. that it was back to back. And as I say that, no one believe me because it, it doesn't sound it doesn't sound right. But at the same time, yeah, ninety four would kind of. Who would win the league if all thirty eight games were played in thirty eight days? Burnley, right? And coaches didn't have an opportunity to like all your training gets all your coaching gets done pre season. Right, yeah, you've got no it. opportunities to improve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Whoever's the fittest, I suppose. And I think in that respect, we stand a good chance. That's that good. would be such a brilliant season. Just one season, a World Cup year, when we need to bring everything forward. That would be such an intense 38 days <laughs> yeah, as well. Like, no work would get you, done. Well, you'd be, you'd be into the bare bones. I mean, squad-wise, yeah. I'd be a little bit worried for a few teams. The under they might, they might be, you know, yeah. um, I'll just pick a team, but just to say... Newcastle, for instance, um, they would suffer. I don't think they, they, yeah. they wouldn't be able to handle it. I think we'd do like fans. I think we'd do alright. Pull, like, pull, right. pull your hamstring around for the season. He's not coming back. He's not coming back. It would literally be a stubbed toe, and you're fifty yeah. percent of the season done. Like, the golden boot would be amazing as well. Who's winning that? Some people would just be patched up, wouldn't they? You yeah. Know, like, you just, get through it. You just you just gotta get through it. Yeah. Get through the next so. thirty seven days, and then you can have three hundred and thirty off. Oh, <laughs> year off. I amazing. see someone like Harry Redknapp doing very well in a situation. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. yeah. In a situation where it was over that that many days, I could see him performing very well. Because it's all about motivation, yeah. isn't it? It's all about motivation. Yeah. It's all about just saying, "Come on, lads, thirty more days, thirty more days to go." <laughs> But you say the teams that would be the fittest would win, but imagine being like a team where you've got 30% of the boy for game and having to do that for 38 yeah. days in a row would be horrendous. Being a team with the biggest squad. I mean, City, City would still probably City, win it. I think City, City would, would, City would, City would still do well. Yeah. 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 Uh, if you're at the FA and you're listening, 
sort that out for next season, though, because that would be great. Hey, we'd make football so much better. <laughs> uh, we want to talk as well about City, which we'll come on to shortly. But because this is the last one we're going to do before Christmas, I wanted to know what are your podcast and Spurs highlights of 2017? For my podcast highlights, we've had some brilliant interviews this year. Um, spoke with Martin Lipton, Chris Slegg, and Josie Green of the Spurs Ladies. We sponsor Josie as well, which is massive for us. We've got our website up and running, so it's been a really good year for us. Um, Spurs highlights, I'd probably say it's been just the style of football and like had that feeling back of like when we're going to every home game and especially when we were at the lane last year just going knowing we're going to win mm. and like yeah. that feeling sort of has gone away for quite a while but knowing we we're just going to go it doesn't matter who was there we're just going to play off the park and we're going to batter you exactly I mean, they're probably my best memories so ex- just following on for what you're saying expectation is so high now we're not we're not um, we expect a lot from our team we haven't got the biggest squads um it's come a long way and it's like as you said um, it's not just a false sense of, uh, of, of, of expectation we are the team and yeah. so throughout the whole of this year last year we, we, we ended on a high um, we, it's a transitional season it's not easy leaving your ground um, when we didn't um, when we didn't um, lose a game last season at home so yeah all in all, I'm, I'm very, very, very happy as a Tottenham fan. What have you made of Wembley? Have you been to... Yeah, been to, games, what's I've been to... Yeah, again, there is no atmosphere there in terms of um, singing. It's, it's a very big stadium. Um, but I kind of enjoy it, really. Again, I'm probably at a, a different time in my life where um, it's easier for, for me to take my son there because he's three years old. And he, he seems quite... He seems captivated by the size of the stadium. So... Um, yeah, it's it, it's a warm up in terms of getting us into yeah. the, the next place. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I, I do want to go home. I, you know, we, yeah. as all the, all of you guys do, probably what, looking at the pictures, the roof's nearly on. Well, it's not there, but you can tell. You can see what it's going to kind of look. You can see it's a solid bit of stadium now. So um, that single tier stand as well. It looks amazing. It's going it to be unreal. We can actually see what it's going to look like. So I'm. Let's just get out of Wembley. Let's get yeah. out of Wembley, um, and 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 look forward to moving back to White Hart Lane. We're coming, going home. Um, Javid, how about you? Um, it's a, there's probably two games that sort of stand out games for me, or stand out mm. moments for me. One of them is Swansea away. That was just amazing. Oh yeah. Um, mm. Because you know, on paper, it's one of those games where you think, um, and we've well. Spurs, Spurs against Swansea. They were struggling. We were in a rich vein of form. We um, it was that period of time last year where, where we won. I don't know how was it 12, 13, I can't in a row. So it was halfway through that, and we won nil down. And it just doesn't look like we're going into injury time as well, yeah. wasn't it? One nil down. And you know, you, you, you're, it's a typical situation where you've got. It's not so bad without travelling scores, but even even in that scenario, there are lots of fans that are disgruntled and everything yeah. blinding, and, and fans leaving early and whatnot. And we stayed right to the end, and to witness that comeback, it was just amazing. Um, the other thing, the obvious one, is um, final game at Lane. Yeah, that was and I, um, that was a really special moment. But I'd forgotten in the aftermath. Um, I, I watched. Footage on Sky of, of the match, but more so the, the ceremony at the yeah. end. I remember doing that the first few days, but repeatedly watching it until I got yeah. bored. 
and obviously I've left it until yeah. now. And then the other day I watched that documentary on BT Sport, The Lane. Right at the very end, they put a little clip from that final yeah. finale, and it, I, I was quite, I don't know, the only one quite emotional. Yeah. That, I don't think anything. Been to a lot of games at Wild Lane. I don't think anything is comparable. There are some amazing games. Don't get me wrong, mm. right up there. But that was just unique. There's nothing that's gonna. It's, it's comparable. It's yeah, just a, a unique single event. Mm. That's really good. Well, how about you, Van? Follow that. <laughs> you, do you want a minute? <laughs> yeah. A bit emotional. Um, I, like for me, see, I like, I like the, the the silliness of football. I like the the the, the big things that happen. So when we beat Hull and then Leicester. Six one, was it six one six and then seven, seven one. one? Like just for me, I was just like that was just four or five days of just brilliantness. And, and just thought because, like traditionally, uh, you don't, you don't get big scores in in professional football matches because mm. it's almost like a mark of respect that when you get to a certain number, you don't really try as hard, right? Yeah. And then you, like you don't want to embarrass your, your your opponents. But Harry Kane was so desperate for the golden boot. He just didn't care. Like, I've never seen him play a shoot so often, mm. and that was just for me. I was just like to swat aside two teams so easily. Just, that's what big clubs do. Big clubs swat aside teams. Big clubs go and get six when they're on five. Go and get seven when they're on six. Um, you know, big clubs don't shut up shop at three nil up. And it was just, I was just last year. That was just like. Um, and that was a real statement. It was like a game on FIFA. It was on, it? yeah. Like, were you just yeah. not stopping? And there were, and there were goals from like, just edge of the box. To, like, the, like you say, just like playing a computer game. So for me, that was just, that was yeah. quality last year. That was just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, teams don't want to play us anymore. Mm. You know, that was great. Anymore? Not from Spurs, from the podcast. Yes. Real or fake? Just which like, may become its own breakaway podcast in 2018. Unbelievable! Just like yeah, that was such a good feature. But specifically, Tyndall's real or fake when he was just true. <laughs> like the, all ten, you had to explain to him real or fake, <laughs> and just from it, like you know when you're sitting on the tube laughing out loud and other people are looking at you like you're weird. That that was just what just a real or fake just true real, real <laughs> or fake true. Yeah. Brilliant. So yeah, I, I thought what a feature that was. Amazing. We'll be bringing that back in the new year. Even if it's just for you, Van. Um, Simon Mitchell, um, long-term friend of the show, um, he's he wrote in a few weeks ago uh, when I did a podcast with my dad, um, and he gave us three scenarios, and you had to pick one of them. Okay. He's given us another one. Um, so, Man City come calling in January. You cool. have to take one of these. Okay. Option one: <clears throat> thirty million pound for Danny Rose, but Spurs replace him with Cresswell for ten million. <coughs> Option two. £60 million for Deli Alley, but Spurs replacing with Ross Barkley for free in June. Or option three, £60 million for Kane, <coughs> but Spurs get Aguero in the deal. £60 million for Kane. £60 million. So it's effectively £60 million plus Aguero for Kane, £60 million plus Ross Barkley for Alley, £30 million plus Cresswell for Rose. Definitely not free. You wouldn't take a Definitely Ross Barkley one? No, no, Kane. So it's a toss between Kane mm. and Aguero. Yeah. yeah, I'm quite happy with Kane. There's nothing wrong with Aguero. But you've got to pick I, one I, of them. I don't see. I don't see how it's anything that we get. From plus Aguero. sixty mil. I mean, Kane I, plus sixty mil for Aguero. That's the third option. So the third option is sixty million for Kane, and we get Aguero. So we so yeah so sixty mil plus Aguero for Kane. Yeah. 
And option one is Danny Rose, 30 million and Chris yeah. Walter. We can rub that one straight away. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's definitely Because 30 million for a fullback, firstly, is not great money. And secondly, Cresswell, no thank you. Fine. We pay 10 for Cresswell, And we, we have, have to pay 10 for Cresswell. No, so we get 20 million, basically. I love that that's what's turned you off. Yeah. No, we can't even get him for free. Delhi can do one. Really? Yeah, because, yeah. right, we're going to get Barkley anyway. Well, we might not, but if you, if you believe all the hype, then we're linked with him. So we, we got him for peanuts. We're getting Ross Barkley for nothing, but in June. That's right. the thing. What was, what was Ali's the going for 60 million in January. So, so the question is, Delhi Ali, so Ross Barkley plus 60 million for Ali, or Aguero plus sixty million for Kane. Okay. So or, I'm, or, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. This is gonna you know some some of the listeners and maybe some people that are here now might think I'm a bit mad. <laughs> I'd probably go for free. And and the reason being the Harry Kane one is because I look at Aguero and think he can score the same amount of goals. Mm. That that's that's what I that's it. all I'm basing it on. I don't want I don't want any of them really to happen. So you're going. Um, I don't. I don't even want Danny Rose to leave. But I think. I don't think Ali. Ali scored what seven goals this season. Um, well, people are having a go at this guy, and he's a. He's a. You know, he's a young man. Um, he's had really good season last season. If we're going to look at him, let's look at like some of the other members of the team as well. So I. I don't know. I don't think he's done that badly. I'm people raving about Zaha. He's only scored four goals, but Ali scored seven and I think four assists. Mm-hmm. So. Not that bad. It's not as bad as we think. Yeah. So you're getting rid of Harry Kane. You only because I think he's getting. I'm getting a better replacement. Fine. That's that's the only reason. A few, a few, so a few years ago, I would have um, when Kane was on the verge of suddenly you know, the emergence of mm. Harry Kane. At that point, I would have I would have taken Aguero. No brainer. At this point in time, um, although Aguero can still do it, so I don't know how old he is, but he's probably. Is he 29, I think? No, no, no. He's younger than Sanchez, they were saying the other day. But is he? He's about 26, 27. Don't oh, think, I don't think Aguero is He's been well. around a long time. Mm. He's been around I'll a long Google time. it. In this day and age yeah, of mobile phones. I think, I think Aguero, he's missed, I don't know. I, I, I think he's probably got less years ahead of him than Kane. And Kane's the fabric of the club. So I couldn't sell Kane. Um, the reason I've gone for option two, and I. I it's either one or two, and one Crestfall doesn't really. Not for 10 Delhi, 60 million. Um, we're going to get Barkley anyway, whether it's 3 million or 3, possibly, possibly not. Um, and 60 million is a lot of money. He's not performing at the moment. I'm not writing him off as a player. He's, he's a top player and he will he'll turn it around. Um, he's a young man as well. But at this moment in time, if he went into the City team, could he do it for them? Would he even get in their team? I don't think he would, the way he's playing. So your game, option two, is the casting vote. Oh, it's not even, there's no, I don't even want Ross Barkley for free at Spurs. Like, I think he's one of the most overrated young English players in a long time. I also think if you look at our team, if we lost Kane, Aguero would replace him, whereas Ross Barkley would come in and he wouldn't play. I would like, for me, also, longer term, I think Kane's more likely to want to come back than Deli <laughs> Alley. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> he'll come back to the lane. Um, I just think Aguero's the only world-class player that we've been offered there. And if it's a case of 60 million, I just think he's... I, I love Kane. You've both taken out Mr Tottenham out of the team. Mm. He is, he's the heart and soul of the club. Which Imagine what Pochettino could get out of Aguero, though. 
Yeah. Could he get as much out of him as he gets out of Kane? Could he get more out of a young, over-hyped English talent? Think how much he'd get out of Aaron Cresswell. There was quite a robust thing a few weeks ago. No, I think it was in his... In his book, or, or, or did he say this in relation to Dembele? And he said that you know, Dembele is a great talent, but if, but if I took him when he was younger, I could have done a lot more with him. Mm-hmm. And it's so much more difficult. And I think, in that respect, with Aguero, you're buying a finished article. Mm. I don't know how yeah, much. Yeah, but what a finished article. Scrolls. Mm. Uh, yeah, scrolls. Also, well handsome, and definitely suits Spurs in that respect. I think he'd be good for us. I, I, could you imagine? Yeah. Could you imagine Aguero. It's it's more the it's more the, the the fee, right? So if you ignore the sixty, like if you put Kane and Deli Ali, if you value those two players for the same amount, then it's who is worth more money out of Ross Barkley or Aguero? Yeah. Like or Cresswell. Or Cresswell. Minus ten mil. Yeah. Yeah. I like me sums. I'm sure I've written it down and I'm sort of crossing out on one side long, long multiplication so two votes for option three 60 mil for Kang but yeah. get Aguero in the deal he's selling more shirts as well wouldn't he Aguero <laughs> yeah I don't think uh, we've got to think about this from a business commercial what's Daniel Lee looking at that's about, and that's a brilliant question from Simon so that's two like scenario questions he sent in there both been brilliant in the last few weeks thanks for that Simon um, City Javad you were there yeah that must have hurt yeah, it did. Um, the last two times I went there, um, we, we won the time before last, and mm. the last day and last year we, we, we drew and bring the 2-0 down. Yeah. Um, in all honesty, I thought we could get something out of the game going into it. I thought that but we'd have to be at our very yeah. best. You've got to, you know, you've got to be, <laughs> there's a, they can't have any sort of margin of error. City are going to be, you've got to assume that they're not going to have a bad day. They're going to be at their best. Um, so therefore we've got a, and um, we were second best really yeah. um, they did the homework um, they looked fitter they looked it looks like when we played them a few years ago probably um, last season at White Hart Lane um, they were fast you know, cricket over the ball they pressed us um, yeah we, we were missing we're missing our spine I think that's a big thing you know you've got Toby out You've got Sanchez out, yeah. and then therefore you're playing Dyer at the back, and therefore you've got Dyer out, not playing in midfield, yeah. and you've got Wanyama in, injured. So that's that's the core of your team. Mm. Yeah. That's going to impact. Three, um, three players that would start. What do you think went okay. wrong? Because we had a lot of injuries done, but what, what do you think went wrong on the day? Um, maybe just like naivety on team selection, I'd say. Mm. I think with that three out, maybe it's just another. Well, just another look on it. I wasn't, like most of us here, after the first 10 or 20 minutes, you you realised something was wrong. Yeah. Um, and I just think, um, but then maybe there was nothing else you could do. That's the other way you can look at it. Maybe there was just nothing that you could do against this big blue machine that has just mm. torn every single team apart. Every single team. Yeah. There's one team that hasn't, yeah. hasn't tasted mm. defeat by by them this season so okay. I don't know it's but it, there was you know an element of brave you know he's very brave with the selection but then I look at it and think well there's three key players there that um that would they would have played yeah, every single off. one of them and they're defense defensively minded players we're yeah. talking about that can snuff stuff out um 
you, you, yeah. you got to be very careful of like overanalyzing a defeat and trying to pinpoint where your team went wrong all the time. So mm. this is a team that now has the Premier League record for wins in a row, right? So they are like 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 you said, mate. They are winning. They are winning every week. They are beating teams. And I'll say I said on the WhatsApp group, every WhatsApp fan group is going to be saying the same thing when they play City this season. That it's like we just got beaten by the better team. And when you look at it, it's written a few things down here. It's like we had more possession than they normally give up. They pressed us. That was the difference. Their goalkeeper had more passes than most of our midfield because we couldn't press them. Whereas Hugo kicked the ball out of play three times in the first sort of 15 How minutes. How good is their keeper's distribution? It's unbelievable. So, but the point is that, and they also, against us, they played sort of 18% long balls where they normally play like 5%, right? So the point is, we made Manchester City play in a completely different way than they usually do, which is testament to our style of play when we've got the ball, right? And they still bat us. Mm. That's just a team who are who are brilliant. Yeah. Right? A team who Great. can... Because you don't, you don't adapt your style of play when you don't have the ball. That's not how it works. You adapt, you adapt. The, you you make the game change when you've got the ball. And when City had the ball, they went, "Oh, Spurs are pressing us really high. We're going to go over the top." And not like long balls, long passes. Like the passing accuracy, the goalkeeper's passing accuracy was in the seventy-five percent mark, and they were all long. It's like sometimes you just got to say a team that spent three hundred million pounds on all of their squad yeah. was was better than us. Yeah. And and. It's okay not to compete with that team every season. You don't want to get bad. You don't want to lose 4-1. And I'm not saying there weren't mistakes made, but big teams make you make mistakes. Mm. Yeah, is this the best team that the Premier League's seen? Yeah. Set at the end of the season, but if they carry on. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There was one ball, talking about Edison, there was one goal kick he played, but we pressed them, literally, we had men on the edge of their box, and he played a ball which went three quarters into our half, mm. to the right wing, literally straight to the man. volley. It was incredible, yeah. some of his passing. I've never seen anything quite like it. And he's a fantastic goalkeeper. Like, he's a good, like, really good shot stopper. Yeah. You know, they've got, you know, Sane, oh, David Silva can't play. Oh, we'll just bring in Sane. Like, he, we, it's, it's tough for any team to compete yeah. with that. And, like, I, like, I hope Poch just sort of got him in afterwards and went, what's done is done. Yeah. You know, like, Winksy didn't have a great game, but it's like, didn't have a great, great game against like one of the best midfielders in the Premier League. Like, in the world? In the world. In the world. Yeah. It's fine. Like We move on and next week we'll, we'll try and pick up results. Mm. City are going to walk the title this year. Yeah, I think so. The only thing that might stop them going undefeated is if they win it really early mm. and start rotating their squad to try and win the Champions, win yeah. the Champions yeah. League. Yeah. But you know, guys, one thing you've got to remember is, is that after this, you know, regardless of what happens, the next team could be City in the Champions League. So. Yeah. You know, I. It sounds really weird, but you have the big six teams, five of them are which in the Champions League, and as a fan, I'm sure the players aren't thinking this way, but as a fan, you think better do all right because we might get them in the Champions League, mm-hmm. and you don't want to. You don't want to get smashed up mm-hmm. in the league, and like as we did, and then get seen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there'll just be in this sort of cloud over you <coughs> before you begin to prepare as a as a player let alone the fans uh, or it could be a chance for revenge assuming yeah. you overcome yeah. Juventus I'm not, I find enough about this the other day I thought okay if we do, if we do overcome Juventus part of me doesn't want an English team anyway because it's, mm. it's a European competition and mm. it, it just doesn't feel right really but, um, 
the one that I didn't want, the city. And now that you mention it, I, part of me just thinks, I don't know whether it would be, assuming overcoming Ventus, you know, quarter final, semi final, dare I say final, but what, what, a, what a great opportunity. To, mm. Because whoever we, if, if we get past Juventus, the likelihood is we're going to get either one of the English teams or a PSG, or it will be somebody good. Mm. And, if we, and if we want to win that competition, I don't know if that's feasible or not, but you look at Liverpool. Anything can happen. Look, look, look at Chelsea a few years ago and Di Matteo and Liverpool um, when Benitez was in charge mm. of the first season. They both went on, they weren't probably the best teams in that competition, but they went on, anything yeah. can happen, as you say. And if we're going to do that, we're going to have to beat some of the best teams, and it's going to get progressively harder in the latter stages of the competition, assuming we get the yeah. just to keep saying that. I think it's over two legs as well. You wouldn't expect us to play as open mm. in the first game and things like that and but we are missing we are missing some 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 big players I, I thought I thought Poch was slow to change things up as well like it's my one criticism of him I reckon if you look at the timing of his subs they're a lot later than everyone else's yeah. and it would have been nice to just stick Lorente on and smash some balls up like that's why you bought him right you bought mm. him to in order to change it but again like I think Perspective, like this is a team that's yeah, yeah. won under a manager that now has the record number of wins in a row in La Liga, Bundesliga, and Premier League. Yeah, like it's, it's incredible stats. It's, un- it's unbelievable, and so yeah, they're just very, very good. Yeah, and we're gonna. Yeah, I, I, I cannot see anyone catching. Mm. An interesting stat: if you like Pops and his subs, of all the subs that he's made in the Premier League this season, the players that he's put on collectively one goal, one assist. Yeah. Which is remarkably low as well. You'd yeah. think that when you put a sub on, that that's to that's to change the game. Mm-hmm. But obviously, looking at his bench every now and then, thinking, have I got enough there that can change? It? I think having Lamella back yeah. is yeah. a great option. I'm not his I'm not his biggest fan, but he is an option that hasn't been there. And when he does come on, he does bring in energy and a bit of a tenacity that in some games we haven't got. Yeah. So having him there is a, is a good option. Yeah, very tenacious. I think. Um, Again, I'm 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 probably I'm a big fan of Lamella. Mm. I think he's mm. he's um, obviously been a year out for him at the moment. But before that injury, mm. the start of that season, he was our best player. I think we won some games just by, just by the odd goal, and he was instrumental yeah. before the hip injury. So yeah, yeah, I think you know it's, it's just a shame that we had to wait this yeah. amount of time. But I think mm. yes, you can. You always see. The minute he come back into the team, saw a spark in stun, it looked as if he, you know, was aware that it was a player that could yeah. potentially take his place in the team. You could see that. I thought that, um, I, th- I think that Lamella's going to add quite a lot to our squad to the start of the season. But the fact is, I think our squad is small because there was, as, as I said before, we had lots of, we had lots of time where we were thinking right let him make him make a sub make a sub and he didn't make mm. a sub and then I thought well even if you if even if you could what would you do yeah and there isn't a lot in terms of our squad's not it's not that big but, is it but you only make three subs or two subs you, you, you not all not every single player on your bench is going to come on right yeah. and if you've got Lamella and Lorente on the bench you expect those two to come on come on right. earlier Lamella when he came on was just running at players right he did that run in the box yeah. slalom took some players on like for me Poch uses subs to rest players mm. late in games or to avoid injuries which is to your point why he's bringing on players 
and not having an impact because he's not bringing them on to have an impact he's bringing them on right. not interesting not point. to have an impact that like how many players that like so I think the, the goal that we conceded very early on that just put us on the back foot straight away yeah. I think that, that mm. as soon as, as we conceded that goal it's a poor goal to concede against such good, good side mm. you, it's going to be difficult but in terms of substitutions I don't know that and it's, 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 I've not it's, I've heard lots of people say exactly that that Pochettino yeah. does have a tendency not to um, to, to you, leave, you, know, you leave substitutions late I don't know what options he had in the three because I think the problem he brought on Lamella, and Lamella definitely made an impact yep. when he came on, and that's fine. Um, I'm not sure that Lorente would have been the right answer. I think the biggest thing, the biggest problem that we had, wasn't so much players coming off the bench that could make an impact. There are, there are, there are, there are probably all the players that we had fit. The ones on the bench, yeah, Lamella. If you want to go down that option of using Lorente, would be the other option. Mm-hmm. You know, is not a game changer. No. Um, but I think we lacked. Control in the centre of the park. I mean, game goes back to we didn't have Wanyama. We've got Dyer yeah. coming at the back. Dembele is he a fading force? Possibly. Winks didn't have his best best game, and I think that if we had somebody on that on the day that could control things in the middle of the park, it's just that stability, isn't it? That would have helped the players in front. It would have helped possibly Ericsson. Yeah. I, I'm not sure that bringing on any of the players that could make an impact would have changed anything. I guess like. But spot on, I agree. But it's like, what have you got to lose? Mm. It, like that doesn't feel like the Tottenham way to just kind of go. Well, this game's lost. Let's let's kind of just let it run away from us. It's like I think one thing that I <clears throat> we've got loads of players who can play, and ASD talks about all the time like players who can play in different positions. Yeah, and I think sometimes Poch will make changes, but with the personnel on the pitch. So he'll swap Delhi round with Son, and he'll push Dyer up into midfield, and so the the system changes and the structure changes, and the way you play changes. He'll push, he'll bring Delhi a, a little bit further back, um, which is great, and like, that's fine. I just sometimes feel like, as a fan, you're watching it going, do something, because mm. you're going to lose a game four one, you might lose a game five one, you might lose a game six one, but you might go and get a goal, and. It's, it's not in the occasions where the game is a bit tight. I get that. If it's like one all two one, you don't want to make big sweeping changes because you know you don't want to disrupt the game too much. But like I said, we didn't have control in the middle of the park. We didn't have any centre midfielders on. Bypass the middle of the park. Mm. Just don't try and keep playing it through the middle because Winksy was out of his depth. He, you know, he's struggling to get the ball to to his teammates. It's a bad game. He's going to have great games. He's got an incredible future ahead of him. Yeah, bring him off and just say to just say to Jan and, and Eric, just pump it long. Just say to Kieran Trippier, get to the halfway line and whack it into the box. It probably won't work. Probably won't work. And I'm sure other teams will go to City and try and play that way. But it's like what we were doing wasn't working. We didn't have the personnel on the bench to try and play the same way, but with different people. So then try and play a different way. I guess that's the only thing for me. Is like watching it. I was just make us up, do something, mm. show the players that. There's some intent in, in to try and mm. turn this into a result. I think it's one of them. I think we sort of we touched on it earlier. They're a great team. They're going to batter most sides this season. We've lost. We move on. We've got some big games coming yeah. up. We've got a, we've got a Champions League clash with uh, Burnley <laughs> coming up, which I still expect us to go there and win. To be honest, but, but they've been solid. They've been difficult to beat, and they never really concede more than a goal. So it's like we've got to go there and make sure we're tight at the back. If you go there and keep a clean sheet, 
you'll probably win the game because you'll have enough chances to, to nick a goal. But it's not going to be an easy game going up there. They gave us a really tough match last year as well, which we won 2-0, but it was 0-0, I think, until about 70 minutes. And then we scored and then it opened up and we went on again. So we're going to have to be very, very patient against them. They sort of define the odds though, aren't they? Because they concede a lot of shots and a lot of very good chances. Yeah. And their goalkeeper's been outstanding this season. The defence has been throwing their bodies on the line. But you have to think that eventually a team will come and score goals against them. They do a bad run, aren't yeah. they? Like they're, they've been amazing. They've got, I think they're playing us and they've got United. Yeah. So they're probably looking at that and being like, it's just two bonus games for them now. Yeah. Um, and man for man, we're better. Formation wise, we're better. But it's, it's a, still a Premier League match and it's not going to be an easy game. But Don, you, you confident we're going to get three points? Yeah, definitely. It'll be three points. Um, I think we're just with a decide. Don't forget, we, we, we smashed Stoke. Yeah. Um, and kind of walked through the park with is just light work against Brighton as well. Mm. We weren't great, as, um, as on our, our group, I was saying on text before weeks, it hasn't been great for the last two games. Um, and there's a few players that were not coasting. I wouldn't say that's a bit harsh, but they're not. They're not. On, they're not mm. on it. And um, yeah, I think we'll just go back to what we were doing before. Mm. And Jabba, do you go into Burnley? Not you're not. You're not going to. Go into um, it's the ground that Winks. Um, Winks was injury last season. Oh to, yeah. To, to more, right? Yeah. With um, mm. incident where he, he sort of tumbled into the dugout. Yeah. As I recall. Um, and he, as you say, he's had a buzz-ish compared to a couple of games compared to the preceding games. So I think he's going to have a blind. I think he's going to start. He's going to have a blinder. I think Kieran Trippier, who didn't have the best game on Saturday, mm. he's going to start against his former club. He's going to have a blinder, and we're going to win two 0 We've, we've got. I mean, we've got to. The players are going to be hurting. We're hurting. Yeah. Uh, going to be hurting. We've got to respond. Are, are we asking too much of these players? Like, that's the other question I've got, really. Mm. Is, you know, Walker's left. He's got, he didn't, Walker against us, I thought, I didn't really, it was that he wasn't blowing up any trees. He was just okay. Mm. Um, yes, Sane had trips on toast, but it wasn't. Um, <laughs> Last minute trips on toast. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, you know, I kind of wanted Pop to finish, you know, to help him out. But he's, we know that about him. We know he's not, mm. he's not Walker. He's not going to be able to use his pace mm. out of it. So, uh, I just, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying, I, I kind of wish he played Aurea, but Aurea's got this, he's got the ability to go and get himself sent off. We kind of, you can feel that with him. He's such a rash player. Yeah, you, can, yeah. you know, you can feel it. You can feel, maybe I'm being a little bit too, but it pretty much in every game he has that one instant and it's a bit like Benmar Asuokosa. <laughs> that same feeling that you get that something is gonna do something that could he could get sent off. Equally as a player though. Yeah, or and the referee might not see it. But mm. I also like the ability of those players where they don't care. Mm. It doesn't really affect the rest of their game. So they might do it, but they'll just brush it off. Yeah. It won't affect the rest of their game. Yeah. And then after that, we've got Southampton as well, Boxing Day, which you mentioned you're going yeah, to. Yeah, um, doing hospitality bit there. So. Which be, I mean, again, I look at that, and Southampton, they're flat to deceive a lot of the time. They're probably looking over their shoulders, thinking they're in a bit of a relegation battle. They really struggle to score goals as well. Um, um, but they get, they're not this sort of like big, solid defensive side either. They're just sort of a bit 
we'll try and play nice football, but we won't really score too much. I think they'd be quite a nice opposition for us on Boxing Day. They have um, a few sort of wild cards in there, um, players that you just completely forget about, and then they go out and score worldies. Mm. Um, but like you say, Jay, I don't think they've got enough to, no, they shouldn't to really, and for 90 minutes to do that much to us. Um, Van Dyke's kind of messed them up right at the beginning of the season, yeah. um, and they've never really recovered. But they've always had the ability, what I like about them, it was only this season, but most seasons previous, they have one player that you don't know about who comes up, and yeah. you actually, by the end of it, you respect them. That Italian striker they had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I was actually talking about the. Um, oh, Pella. Yeah, the really yeah, good looking yeah. one. He, yeah. You know, then before that, they had. Yeah. Uh, they've always had one player that's kind of played out their skin in yeah. the season um, and then sold them. Very good scouting network, always replace. Yeah, it's always, yeah. It's always, always seems it's to replace. It's the replacement, it's the replacement. Yeah, which you're is, right. Yeah. They are a feeder club. So no, they're Liverpool's. Yeah. Liverpool's. No, what's the, uh, well, we've done, we've done a bit, fair bit of business, like <coughs> Dean Richards, Arnold Barrels, Pochettino. Wanyama, Bale. Wanyama, Bale, yeah. Few, aren't they? But you're right, Van, they do. They replace. And they've they're got, replaced. Some good young players. I've got James Paul Prowse is going to be a top he's player. He's brilliant. Really, really good player. He's going to be. Charlie Austin is a decent striker as well. Not that he's come for the youth club, but he's not a bad player on his day. But I look at Burnley away, Southampton, home, and I think that should be six points. Mm. And then we will sort of recover from the City game then. Southampton are the kind. They will be looking over their shoulder on the basis of Hodgson, Allardyce, and Pardew coming in. Fixing those teams, you've already seen it with Everton, you've seen it with Palace. Southampton, I think, was almost like if they don't make a change, mm. it will get stale. It will get really stale really quickly. Uh, the same as you know, Puel coming in at Leicester. You've got four teams there all of a sudden picking up points. They're going to drag a few teams into it. Newcastle have been dragged into yeah. it. Shouldn't have been anywhere near it. They've been dragged into it. So it's such a mad league, isn't it? If you're not a Fighting for the top four, you can lose three or four games, and all of a sudden you can be a point off the relegation zone. Spurs and Arsenal are closer to the relegation zone than they are to City. That's mental. It's nearly the same for every side, though, isn't it? The City are that far ahead. It's just a measure of how good City are. No shame in losing. No, absolutely not. Um, You just mentioned Everton. I just wanted to talk about Aaron Lennon as well, because obviously that's a a man that's gone through a lot of troubles this year. Mm. Um, Amazing to see him back on the pitch. First and foremost, but playing so well as well, and like we all loved him at Spurs. So I just think it's great that he's managed to turn all of his problems around and get back to doing what he does best, playing football. Because obviously, the mental health and that's a big thing, and it's amazing that he's been able to overcome it and get back into sure. the game. Yeah, he's a you know, again, a fantastic servant for our club. Um, a bit like the foes, you sort of think to yourself when you see them playing, <laughs> you always have a mate who goes, "I wish they were there." Yeah, but. Um, and you just give him a smack around. I was waiting for um, Abbas to be on the WhatsApp when Sigurdsson scored for Everton the other night, being like, bring him back, better than Ericsson. I mean, again, I just, you knew it was going to work. I'm not saying it's going to work out forever, but, you know, Sigurdsson is a quality player. He's quality. He's, you know, he doesn't just lose that overnight. He's, he's really good. Um, and I was kind of gutted, really. Um, bit, a bit like I'm gutted about Paulinho now. I'm no one was the, expecting that. That's though. not the same man. That's not that's, the same player. I know. Yeah, I know. It's not, but I'm, I'm, I'm gutted because yeah. I, I kind of knew that two, there's two things that you need, and you time and love. Yeah. And I think sometimes the, if you don't have them both, then but it's Gil, not Gil, work Gilfrey, for a Gilfrey never really got the chance to play in his position. Mm. 
And you look and 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 I'd I'd take Ericsson and Deli Ali over over Sigurdsson, right? So I don't think that's Paulinho played and played where he wanted to play and just didn't perform. Yeah. And then and and, and you think about it, when he went to China and we were like, oh my god, how's Levy got a profit out of this? Mental, mental, mental. No one expected. It. Firstly, when he signed for Barcelona, no one went, yeah, that makes sense. No one, no one thought that at all. And now it's just like banging in goals. Wasn't exactly renowned for banging in goals either. Like it's not even like when we signed him, he was like a, a number ten who scored loads of goals. He must have the best agent in the world to have nicked that Barcelona move. But like I said, he's actually performing really well there. It's bon- It's not the same player. It's not. He must be a twin. Like, the that's, the that's the only answer. That's the only. It's the only answer. Mental. Um, any more? We'll talk about anything else. Um, I wanted just to go back to favourite moments mm. of 2017. Um, one of mine on the pod was when ASD mentioned Raw Fox's shiny skin. <laughs> <laughs> just wow, seriously. I was, I was eating cornflakes and just literally just. He gets a bad press, Raw Fox, doesn't he, on this quality. podcast? It was absolute quality. It was just shiniest <laughs> skin in football, and he has. Around this time, they do Premier League goals, don't they? You know, just yeah. sort of taking through the years. So I've been watching a lot of, a lot of that recently. Um, over the last few seasons, what I like about Sky's coverage, they'll show a goal. When it comes to a, a goal that's scored against Spurs, I don't know if it's just how they've done it in the programme, but the game that we got a worldie scored against us, we score a worldie. And it's really weird because the mm. other team would just be, you know, Everton versus Arsenal, they'll show Everton. But in the same game, say, I don't know, say, I don't know, uh, a player for Liverpool scores, we will go back and score and a goal. Score, yeah. And that's how the, the footage is shown on Sky. So I was, and that's really cool. Yeah. Raw Fox had the strangest rumour about him. I heard, I can't remember where I heard this when I was younger. I said, <laughs> I really hope you're making Fox, this up. Raw Fox, no, no, it's not real. It's, a, it's definitely a rumour, but they said Raw Fox passed a rule, a law, that when commentators said his name, they had to say Raw Fox, not just Fox. Right? <laughs> That was something which I believed for about three years to be true. Which is, that is one of the strangest rumours. <laughs> the other one, the other one, remember Emre, the little little player who played for Newcastle? Yeah. If you go back and listen to commentators, they never called him Emre. They always went Emre, the Turkish international. Always. Always. Mental. Yeah, so Raw Fox. Fox to say Raw Fox. Oh, that's that's amazing. Amazing. I don't think that is true. I googled it before. It's definitely not real. That but I believed it for a good three years. That, that's like, fantastic. That's, that's, uh, I can imagine him doing that. That's fantastic. Well, look, gents, great to have you all with us. Um, Javad, hope your podcast continues to do as well as it's doing next year. Um, Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks for your support so far this season. Hopefully, six points. Burnley and Southampton. But remember, whatever happens, the future's bright. The future's Lily White. Come on, you Spurs. His knees have gone all trembly And a Tim requires assembly Danny Montlower Local boy Ledley King Greaves he's scoring everything Glenn Hoddle Chrissy Waddle Lee Young Pyo Casey 
Missy Keller, USA, Woodgate is not fit to play. Amatini, Kudachini, Freddie Canute, Gary Mavitt in Chile, Sergi Rembrandt for the win. Run for me, Nick on me, 4 3 Stout Terry. Heroes in white and blue. We've all loved you since 1882. Even when I'm feeling grey, despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hart Lane. Lineker playing fair Modric here, there, everywhere Pat Jennings, luscious hair Super Vertonghen Avliachenko number nine Nine from the halfway line Villa's running 81 Under Twin Towers Daniel Levy's transfer steals Harry Redknapp steals on wheels The legend Steve Perryman, MBE Hugo Loris, clean sheet Ball at Stefan Dalmatti I'm playing at White Hart Lane, Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick, his football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won in 1961 Aaron Lennon's line green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hart and Wheel knew his passport set to Spain Berbatov turn and strop Hartsy saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley we lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave Scott me raised Chirpy the cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway. Carol fumbling the same. Clattenburg doesn't, doesn't give the goal. Abizela's work of art. Tricky Rafa van der Vaart. He's got no head, we don't care. Martin, Martin, yo. Lily White's from White Hart Lane. Red so Ziegler sounded just like Ziegler. Getting to the grounds of pain. Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy and to equalise Ginger Pele in disguise He will speak of the technique that Jason Dozel act Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back Andersimovic Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardwister's distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco These linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Zakora and we dropped Zamora Spurs make my dark days bright but it makes me sad the Steagle was so bad Robbie Keane in the box Edgar Davids Dreadlocks Palacios Stripey Socks Everson Hattrick Dave Mackay picking fights European glory nights Terry Dyson go on my son Cliff Jones on the wing Dean Richards, John White Legendary Lily White How dare I forget Two dare is to do Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Allen Gilsey. Lily White's from White Hart Lane. Kazuyuki Toda bent his free kick over. We treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your ass. Liam Walker's page to go. Gus Poyet, free kick Gomez made super saves, he can shake my wife. Edrington loved the bookies Andy Reid loved the cookies Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game Heroes in blue and white When I feel depressed in Cochinola undressed Point won't give up the fight 
Apple Fox never quits, you can be sure of it. Robinson's long shot, ABB's deep spot, David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup. Andy Sinton's England call, Michael Brown starts a brawl, Peter Crouch eight foot tall, Jurgen Klinsmann's dive. Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision, Howard Webb's bad decision, Raman Vega playing Sega, Sandra's kung fu kick. Eric Torsten looking swell Espen Barson Leonard and Smith and Shivers bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue We love to win style We've done it for a while It's better to rain playing high Then our football story Will echo with glory Lily White and White are main If the budget allows The anchor will be ours Thanks Dave Hanson 44 if he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick, it's the ball did the trick He showed the world what's for to do The Leading Cup we won in 1961 Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain, I get to white hot lane To win in style, we've done it for a while It's better to aim playing high Then our football story will echo with glory